Welcome, my friends, to Scrimey River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Dennis, a jam-packed show today. We've got so yeah. much to get across that we've already run out of things to say. Wow, that, that, that Yeah, I, I wanted to see how long I could let that hang. I mean, and that's just that, that that's just good podcasting. It's really good podcasting when you like you got to start high energy. So what you do is just immediately power move your co-host by just not talking. So I, was, uh, I, I think I think a podcast has failed if a person doesn't think they've accidentally unplugged their headphones at some point during the podcast. Yeah, that is that's a core uh, like just engineering fake technical difficulties for your your your, your co-host. That's that's just podcasting one hundred and one. You just make it as hard as possible for uh, for them to no, and also for the editor as well. It's always uh-huh. good. To Put lots of extra burp, burps and farts and all that sort of stuff that have to. Well, it's uh, more. You just want to like issue, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> it's very good. What I was going to say there is that was very good. I mean, yeah. you, this is not this is not the first time you've pretended to have a call cut out. And that was one of the better ones. And that was one of the better ones. You're obviously clearly practiced here. You've been sitting in all those Zoom meetings, being like, uh, so anyway, our projections I- for. That was a good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. All right. Anyway, we've got a lot to get across. That's why we're sitting here and talking nonsense for so long. Um, let's uh, let's jump straight into it. Plenty of advice. We've got Emma the Arsehole coming up and Dennis. An exciting business opportunity. Well, before well, that, Riley, we've yeah, talked about I want to. I, I want to get into this thing. So let, let's get let's get the boring old contractual business uh, stuff out of the way because yeah, now we've got, we got we got exciting new stuff to get into. Mm. Here, but, uh, yeah, go ahead, Dennis. This podcast, Riley. Yeah, is part. Of the Channel Fireball Podcast Network, which isn't a thing, but probably should be. I think we mm. should probably have the like, you know, you're you're just like a Nerdist podcast. Yep. And they could, now entering Nerdist.com. We need that. Yeah, we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need or, the. Um, if you if you listen to Hamish Hamish Nandy, it goes a podcast one production at the beginning. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> it is really bad. Also, make sure you listen to Hamish Nandy. I'm going to be on it again next week. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. They emailed me again. They're like, "Yeah, Riley, we got to have it. We got to have you back. Got to have you back." Um, it's me talking about. It's a very minor thing. Don't. It's not that exciting. It's me talking about my uh, my my uh, pieces of the Berlin Wall that I own. Anyway, um, that's cool. But anyway, uh, if you want to own pieces of the Berlin Wall, I'll tell you where you shouldn't go to try to buy them, and that's ChannelFireball.com. <laughs> <laughs> Only the finest Magic the Gathering content, singles, products, what have you, on the internet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. And, uh, of course, plenty of podcasts for you to get across, plenty of video content for you to get across. Mm-hmm. And if you want that top shelf, if you've got those long arms and you want to reach the top shelf, CFB Pro or CFB Pro Plus for the truly discerning customer. Mm. Uh, well, no, it's not even the discerning customer. It's just, it's just a customer. A customer. A, it's yeah. just a customer with a brain in their head. CFB Pro gains you access to all the exclusive, uh, exclusive top tier content from Team CFB. But also, you just like actually kind of make money off it because if you pay nine ninety nine a month, nine ninety nine a month for for CP Pro, you get ten dollars in store credit. And if you buy a year's plan up front, they give you an extra twenty, 20. bucks of store. It's just like, have you I looked don't know. at right? Genuine, genuine question. You can say no. You're a busy man. Have you looked at any of the deck guides? No, I haven't looked at any of the deck guides, Dennis. I mean, th- th- that's not a good thing to have in, in in an advertisement, like the the person saying how much. I mean, you know, whenever the McElroys are doing like Blue Apron, they're like, oh, and I ate Blue Apron and it was so delicious. That was Travis, by the way. Yeah, um, I didn't and- know we got him as a guest. Thanks, Travis, I'm so happy to have you here. Will you come? Oh, right oh, he's already gone. We only he's got gone? That one oh. sentence off him. Yeah, I know. I should have. I should have aggr- uh, I should have. Uh, I should have uh, uh, more negotiated a longer appearance. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, there's ten thousand dollars down the drain. Thanks, thanks, Travis. Anyway, 
CFB, uh, CFB Pro, go and get across it. Uh, you, I mean, again, if you're spending money on Magic cards, it's a no-brainer. You get the best content online and you get what amounts to free store credit as well. So, I mean, yeah, it sells itself, Dennis. We don't really need to advertise it. Riley, I don't think we're going to need Channel Fireball much longer, mate. We got no, that's the thing. we got new things on the horizon. That's it, and that's why the ad this week was so half-assed because uh, I, I received uh, or we, we received a very exciting email mm. from Michael Arterbury, Dennis, uh, and I'd like to read the email. What do you think? I think we should. I think we just read the whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah. well, uh, Riley, it's so good. There's so much to get across. We can't leave it out. We can't leave it. It's we can't leave so, a morsel out. So juicy. All right. <clears throat> Dear Riley Knight and Dennis Stranjack. Now, Michael immediately recognises that the two of us prefer to be, um, uh, you know, addressed formally by both of our names. It does irritate when people just call me Riley. They don't say Riley Knight. Because, you know, Riley that's definitely Knight the, is the third, yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Michael continues, I have visited your podcast. A normal Weird. thing to do to a podcast. Yeah, visited. visit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And believe that my skills and message would be a good fit for your audience. Okay. I mean, immediate alarm bells when you hear the word a good fit. I think we've all got across that this we week. Got the Jim, we got the Jim Sterling. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We got Jim <laughs> Sterling here. As a seasoned motivational speaker, Dennis. A little, little salt and pepper on this motivational speaker. That's okay. I have been motivating, inspiring, and changing the lives of teenagers and adults since 2008. I invite you to visit my websites, www.michaelarterbury.com and www.youthvoicescenter to learn more about who I am and what I do. So now he's given us homework. Well, I'm on these two websites right now, Riley. Before we go any yeah. further, Youth Voices Center looks like a relatively nice website about something. Something. It's got and like Michael- a light bulb image with like jigsaw, made up jigsaw puzzle yeah, yeah. pieces. If the you want to go to Michael Arterbury, there. though... If you want to oh, go to MichaelArterbury.com, no. you will oh, nowhere on the web will you find a finer library of low resolution JPEGs, mate. <laughs> low resolution stock image JPEGs with the watermark still on them. Michael Arterbury, be encouraged with three exclamation points, and then the the, mm-hmm. the sub the the tagline here: Master Encourager dot 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 dynamic motivational speaker. Mm. Dennis, make your struggle profitable with a a, a a YouTube link you can't click on. It's what am I supposed to do? Type this out? Where is this? The and the, the, the stock image of the of a woman pulling a rock up a hill in heels. Ah, yes, it and is, then a YouTube, an unclickable YouTube link, an unclickable YouTube link. Wow. So I tell you what. I'm sure Michael Atterbury is a very gifted motivational speaker, not a particularly talented web designer, it would seem. Anyway, we'll, we'll move past that. We'll keep going. I help people to use what they've gone through to get their breakthrough. I walk my audience through the effects of their past and present trauma, including the most recent impact of society's imbalance. Well, Dennis, I mean, that's a great fit for this frothy light entertainment podcast where we just mm-hmm. talk nonsense for, you know, 40 minutes to an hour every week. It seems really good. So, I mean, we're all about dealing with past and present trauma on, on SMAR, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one of our main things. Some of the topics that I discuss in my messages, workshops, and, and book and my book include, Tennessee, you ready for this? I'm ready. Be the driver of your car, not the passenger. Mm. 
I mean, I like mm. being driven around. I prefer being the passenger. I can't be bothered driving. It's hard work. I would say it's objectively an upgrade, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather be the... I'd, I mean, isn't that the ultimate goal, is to have a chauffeur to drive you around in your car? Maybe for you, man. Not for Michael Artemary, though. No regrets. No regrets, baby. In- inventive, original. We've mm-hmm. never had that one before. What 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 a what a what an unprecedented thing to structure some uh, some motivational speaking around, Dennis. How do you want to be remembered? Not by Michael, man. <laughs> like in this case, this is no. This is some charlatan. Oh boy, this is some this is some some verbal snake oil here. Uh, my favorite one. It's yeah. shake the dirt. What does that even mean? I need to find like, out. Like, what are we doing? What? I why are we find- shaking the dirt? Shake the dirt. Is maybe a biblical thing? Like, is it thing? a thing? It's a biblical thing? Are we shaking, like, are we, are we Sh- shaking the dirt off us? Like, are we dirty? And we're like, like a dog that's just gotten to a no, river, no. we're attempting to shake shaking, off that dirt? Shaking the dust from the feet was a practice of pious Jews during New Testament times. Oh, I don't think okay. that's what so Michael we, Arterbury means. This is about means. foot hygiene. I don't think that's what Michael, Michael Arterbury means. Mm. Let me Google shake the dirt, oh, well, Arterbury. I, 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 hmm. Here we go. Riley. Shake the Dirt oh, with Michael Arterbury, 10-Minute Mindset. It appears to be an episode of a podcast. Michael Arterbury is An- back Another with, podcast yeah, that he was a good fit for. Yeah, with Mario Pareca. <laughs> Most recently, Michael was awarded the Educator of the Year Award, in all caps. <laughs> but Riley, what is he offering us? Um, well, Dennis, the email, go- email goes on. I am certain that I could provide an inspirational, uplifting message to your audience as well and would appreciate the opportunity to be a guest on your podcast. My messages are designed for everyone. I do quite a bit of speaking with adults and have a large following of several thousand on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. I'm, this, like, listen to one episode of our podcast, mate. Listen to what? How is it? We don't, we, we don't do uplifting, inspirational messages. Quite Riley, the opposite. Riley, I mean, do we, you we think want power moves. If we, he listens to this episode somehow, yeah, right? And proves yeah. to us he's listened to it. Should we have him on? I mean, we've just relentlessly mocked the man for ten minutes, but sure. I mean, let's let's <laughs> let's have Michael Arterbury <laughs> be encouraged with three exclamation marks to give us an uplifting and inspirational message here. Oh, Dennis, he does reference everything in his messages in his book. Be encouraged: colon two hundred and fifty days of motivation and encouragement. On day two hundred fifty one, Dennis, you're on your own. You're on your own. You're on your own. After that, that's it. Please let me know your availability, and I look forward to hearing from you. Be encouraged, three exclamation marks. He signs off his email with be encouraged, triple exclamation mark. All right, Michael, listen here, okay? Listen up, Michael. First off, I think you should probably, like Riley said, listen to things or view things. Like Just like Jim Sterling's been saying, if you're going to if you're gonna try, actually reach out and get on, you know. In this case, they're not, he's not even offering his money. He just wants to be a guest of the podcast. That's yeah. extra weird, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But, Michael, if you're listening to this... I've looked up what you look like, and you're a bigger and scarier man than I am. Oh, so really? I, I sincerely, yeah, he's a big dude. Oh, no. <laughs> so I sincerely apologize. Oh, no. And it was all Riley's no, idea. No, no, no. No, it was Dennis. I didn't want to even do it, Michael. Nah. I didn't want to do it. Disagree. I said, you know what? We should be respectful of the people who get touched on the show. And Dennis like, no, let's let's light this fool up. Dennis, no, Michael, go and beat Dennis up. Don't no, beat no, me no, up. No, 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 no. Michael, if you're listening, if you're actually listening to the podcast... I, I think we should, I think have, we should have, have. I'd love to. I'd, I've, I always said that. And you know what? I, if anything, <laughs> it was Dennis's idea to make fun of you. And I don't. You know, I is he is he like very big and like muscly? Do you think he could beat us both up? Do you think? He, yeah, I think he could definitely. Do, be, he definitely beat you. Could he, um, could he take both of us? Maybe. Let me send you a picture oh, of him. I'm very scared of Michael Arterbury now. 
I want your live reaction. Okay, okay. I'm, 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 I'm waiting. I'm awaiting the delivery here. This is the guy you've just made relentlessly mocked in front of an audience that he cared about reaching. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm very worried now. I worry that his his particular brand of uh, of oh 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 he's jacked as hell. Oh, he is jacked as hell. Oh my goodness. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, he's wearing a tank top and he's got biceps bigger than his head. This was a mistake. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, we're going to get our teeth kicked in by this bloke. We are going to have our teeth encouraged right out of our heads, Dennis. Yeah. Oh, dear. Maybe is this is this the style of motivational speaking? Is this the style? It's just you come and you, you, you just threaten, you threaten people, intimidate them into becoming more inspired. Honestly, Riley, he looks smaller in this picture than he does in most that I can find of him. And this, oh, in this one, oh, this dude is jacked. This dude is, oh my god, oh no! You just sent another picture where he's like the sitting at a table his with his arms. arms kind of bent, and those biceps are even bigger. Oh no! Where, what is the date? That, that's from 2018. The other one is from. 26 already he's growing <laughs> oh dennis i mean this is the reason he doesn't have a good looking website he's too busy just just smashing bicep curls in the gym he doesn't have time for web design he's too busy getting yoked Jeez. oh this is very bad and as i say let me just reiterate michael this was all dennis's idea and i'd love to have you on the show uh-huh. and i take it all back and i apologize All right, Dennis, let's get into the advice here. Our first question sent in to us from Scott, uh, Mm -hmm. who's got a quick one for us to get across here. If my opponent has lethal on board and I'm tapped out with nothing I can do, I let them untap and kill me. They've earned it. And you know what? This is this is gracious, very gracious. It's fantastic. Um, a lot of the decks that I play, they have a sort of like a weird or a cool kill, you know. And then when, you, when your opponent realizes they're dead and they just concede, that's difficult. Got to get that premium content. Got to get those people, you know. Got to get the 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 clips that people love. And it's really annoying when people concede mm-hmm. early. So definitely the right thing to do here, by Scott. However, if they start casting more spells, like they've still got all D's, is it okay to rope them? Do two wrongs <laughs> make a right, or does it just make you feel better? And Two wrongs don't make a right, but three rights do make a left, and I don't think this is the way to go, Scott. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think Scott's definitely start off on the right track, right? If your opponent's yeah. doing a, if they if they want to do the thing, let them do the thing. Let them cast the explosion for twenty or whatever, whatever it is, you know. Let them, you know, go off with their shark typhoons, what, whatever it is. Yeah, sure. Let them have the win. I mean, but, you don't have to do that, to be honest. I think you're going above the beyond the pale just doing that to begin with. I agree, but I think it's good form to do it. However. The moment they start mucking around, start playing with their food like a little cast, cat bat- mm-hmm. batting around a mouse, I'm out of there. I'm out of there. Pull the plug. Concede. Yeah, Just pull concede. the plug. Roping. I mean, mate, you're busy. you got places to go, people to see. you got things to do. I mean, you can't sit there all day just waiting for people to, uh, you know, roping people out for the sake of it. No, no, no. I don't think you hit the rope, but I think it's okay at that point to just be like, you know what? I gave you a chance to do the cool thing, and now I'm going to concede. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And because, I mean, that's uh, this is the thing. You're doing a good thing by letting someone uh, go off and have their fun. And the moment they- flourish, yeah. You know, this is like, you know what this is, Dennis? You, you made it with a friend, you're eating a big bag, bag of Doritos. And, you, and your friend's like, oh, can I have one? You're like, mate, of course. Of course, right? You offer them the bag, and they do that thing where- you know you try to grab as many chips in one hand as possible? I got big hands. I'm intimately familiar. And they pull out the big handful of Doritos. You go, well, now you've just, now you've, you, you've ta- you know what? You've taken advantage of me. That's what you've done. You've taken mm-hmm. advantage of me. And so in that situation, just concede. Just pack up out of there. Take your bag of Doritos and go home. Um, the really important skill that we should be talking about now, which is much more important than, than roping an arena, is, Dennis, finding the right balance of getting as many chips into your hand, right? 
but not looking like an asshole because you've taken a too big a handful. I think I know the answer to this. Go on. So if you go full flat hand, get in there, like you're trying to pick up a basketball with one hand, yep. you're, you, you've gone too far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think you have to, I'm, I'm doing this as a very visual thing, but I think if, if you point all your fingers downwards, as if you're doing, like, do like an, a, a caricature of an Italian chef going like, mamma mia, and then flip yep. your hand over, like a claw yep. machine. Like a, um, like a, like a no, shadow puppet of a bird. No, yeah. So no chips should touch the palm of your hand. You should right, only be using your only. fingers to grip yep. chips. Yeah. And then I think you can, it'll always look like you could have grabbed more if you just gone bon. So yep. I think, I think that's the technique. I think, I think you're absolutely right. However, I'm going to call got, it the inverted chef technique. The inverted chef is a very good way to politely assail someone's bag of chips. However, I want to make an, an addendum here, Dennis. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the, this is that high level. This is, this is chip eating pro plus. For experts right? only. <laughs> chip eating Ex- pro plus. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. And this is, you know what? The first taste is free. After this, we're going to start stinging you. All right. Mm-hmm. So what you want to do is you want to use the chips in the bag. Right, as additional ways to pick up more chips, oh. you want to you want to sandwich chips in your hands in a way that they then grab other chips and pull them out. Right, you're because- playing with fire here, mate. You sque- you you squeeze you squeeze those two those initial chips. Let's call them the grip chips, as they're known. The grip you, chips. You, you you squeeze the grip chips too tight. If they break, you're losing everything. This is the thing. It's a, it's a high it's a high risk high reward play, right? This isn't but an Icarus he, play, man. This is a Daedalus play, and his and he 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 did so poorly in that story. He didn't even make it into the title of the story. That's I mean, th- this is true. But if you want to be the hero, right? If you want to be the hero and get the biggest the biggest handful of chips, you've got to you've got to risk it to get the chips. Get that didn't quite chips come get, together, but no. the the grip chip technique, the inverted chef grip tip chip technique, right? Involves using other chips as a way to get more chips. But the, the reason this is so masterful, right, is that when you pull your hand out... It looks accidental. It looks accidental. Mm. It looks like you have gained more chips than you are oh, entitled I, to. I appear to have taken more chips than I intended to. There for the good grace of God go I. You know, like, exactly. Oh. And what are you going to do? Put them back in... No, you've touched them. Gross. Like, you can't put them back in the bag. Like, you have yeah, to take that, them that's like, the oh, second like part. Once they leave the bag, you just shovel them into your mouth as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You do like the sheepish kind of like, oh, <gasps> oh, whoops. Oh, like that. Guess they're mine now. But the, the, inverted, the inverted chef is the, is the entry. Right, that's how you get in there. That's the safe way to go in, rather than the big open palm scoop. But if you can master, if you can find the the configuration, corn chips in particular are great for this because of their structural integrity compared to potato chips. You can get a much bigger handful than you're entitled to without costing any sort of social, uh, you know, without paying a social price. There is an additional thing you can do as well because the the in the inverted chef the thumb yep. forefinger middle finger and ring finger are doing the most of the lifting right yes yeah you can so rather than pointing your pinky finger in the same orientation as you do those other fingers which is unnecessary yes. you can okay. sort of cock it to the side and scoop ah. it in from the opposite direction so so it's opposing your thumb now like you're doing like a mahalo like surfer dude wave thing yep 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 now now with this let's call it like a backdoor pinky technique yeah no, the, back, the backdoor pinky inverted chef yeah yeah you're getting that underneath there you're getting additional traction attacking on a different axis that's another, more another scoop 
Yeah. We might You've need to do some diagrams for this episode. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to... Well, this is the thing. If you sign up today for Chip Grabbing Pro Plus, right, you're going to get instructional videos. Mm-hmm. You'll get step-by-step tutorials, uh, metagame analyses. You'll get, the way you'll, that- you'll, you'll, get, you'll get the whole... Me- you'll get your mental game improved, all, yep. you know, courtesy of our new partner, Michael Arterberry. You know how it is. Yep, exactly. There's so- I mean, we cover everything of it, and it's available now for nine ninety nine a month. An absolute bargain. And you know what? You sign up for a year worth of... Uh, of chip grabbing pro plus i forgot the name of it already and you'll get 120 dollars of chips of chips i guess we'll send Gloves, them to you maybe? i don't really know this <laughs> seems like a bad deal for us Dennis. <laughs> right it's time to move on to i guess i'm the asshole because i tried no you're the asshole for cutting me off mate i pointed at myself you did I'm point at yourself you did point at yourself but i'm like no i can i can steer this ship home all right go ahead we're about to move on. We're about to play King Solomon here, Riley. He's the one who cuts the baby in half, right? Uh, yeah. Wisdom of Solomon. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. Years and years later, the word wisdom is associated with that dude. The wisdom of Solomon solved the problem by killing a small baby. I mean, that's not wisdom to me, Dennis. I don't know about I you. I think mate. the wisdom is is uh, be so good at PR. You remember it as wisdom as wise Solomon, not yeah. baby slicer Solomon. Yeah. So, I mean, I think <laughs> there's Solomon to learn the here. utterly psychotic. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. We, anyway, we're about to play judge, jury, and executioner here, Riley. Yep, with exactly. Magic. Am I the asshole? This um, might this might be up. Up there with Paramount is my favorite segment. Yeah, no, it's it's the hottest technology. It's the spiciest. It, it's it's really it's really bringing in uh, it's bringing in those numbers. People are it's, this is the content that people crave. Uh, our first one comes to us from James, who asks, "Am I the asshole if I play a top tier meta deck in the casual arena queues for practice? What do you think? It's kind of tough. I need to know. I need to double check what those queues are actually called. Uh, it's just called play." There's standard ranked. So and it's basically, you're basically just unranked, right? It's not it's called just, a casual it's, it's, queue. It's, un, it's unranked. But no, the sort of the the tacit understanding everyone has is that's where you go to, you know, play the wild brews or, or whatever. I don't know. think you're the asshole. If like, if you're on Magic Online waiting in the just for fun room yeah, playing Jeskai Fires, yeah, that's yeah. different. But you're just playing unranked. If, you, like, if you're trying out a deck for the first time, you don't want to play it ranked yet because you care about your rank. Yeah defensible this is you're not an asshole well the thing is james is 100 percent in the clear here because he's saying i'm doing it for practice right of course you don't want to incinerate your you know dennis i mean i don't want to brag too much here uh but i did uh just recently you know you know everyone scrambles to grind rank at the end of a month uh-huh. right do you know what i just i just hit uh just yesterday actually i after, after a it? lot of grinding gold four baby <laughs> and again look i don't want to you know i don't want to brag i don't want to sit here and like toot my own horn too much but i did hit gold four um, you know what's upsetting about that? Go on. You stream and play a lot. You should be higher. No. I mean, I think it's a very accurate <laughs> representation of my skill level, Dennis, to be but, honest. But, I think it's exactly what I should But you play an awful lot. You should be way No, 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 no. I don't... Do you think I play more arena than you do? There's no way, right? No, but I tell you what, I bet I play a lot more brawl than you. Maybe. I mainly stream brawl. Riley, I'm gold three in Constructed. Well, I don't play a lot of constructed, and when I do, I do a lot of losing. I don't know what you. Would, I don't want to. I don't know what you wanted me to say, Dennis. Like this is. I, I'm a hundred percent okay with this situation. I want you to sign up for CFP Pro and get good, <laughs> mate. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Anyway, 
that rank once earned, right? You know, you don't want to give it away, James. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. now jumping into the play queues, uh, jumping into the casual queues to, to to learn a new deck, totally fine. And look, mm-hmm. if you're the sort of person who's sharking people in the play queues with you know the the Yori on fires list, wanting to make yourself feel good for just as you're just crushing noobs, I that mean, list isn't very good anymore. More power to you, right? More power to you. I don't know. I'm I'm. Uh, the, the the play queue, as far as I'm concerned, are you can do whatever you want. People could just concede on the spot if they're not happy. So, no stakes magic. Who cares? Cody writes in Riley and asks, "Am I the magic asshole?" <laughs> Already love this <laughs> for really calling good. out for calling out my friend. Am I an ensorcelated butthole? <laughs> ensorcelated? That sounds like you need a cream for that. Maybe yeah, yeah, you can to... get a cream for an ensorcelated. Oh, sorry, uh, Doctor. Yes, thank you. Uh, I need a prescription for uh, cream for an ensorcelated butthole. Like, oh, yes, that's a very sorry. It's an it's an issue that affects more people than you'd think. Uh, anyway, go on. What's what's Cody asking? I have a friend who streams Arena and makes magic YouTube videos. I've done that in the past. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't, Arena, it wasn't Arena at the time. Back in my day, I had yeah, to walk to b- uphill both ways to stream magic online. Um, he has had a couple of successes and good videos and tweets, etc., but generally very few viewers on average. My circle is supportive of his dream, but I take issue when he meets my other friends. Most of them play magic and who introduce himself as a professional content creator. While he doesn't have a different job, so this, but this one doesn't actually pay the bills, so he's technically professional that this is his main source of income, but it's not a particularly lucrative one, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair to lead my friends to believe he is some big time magic guy if he isn't. When my friends tell him this, I correct them that he's trying, but he's not doing super well, or he has good videos, but it's not really a job job. I worry if this makes me come off as an asshole. Oh, this is, man, this is, this is really tough here because like your response to someone else's kind of being kind of an asshole. Yeah. Like, kind of, I mean, at the very least, just making me cringe so hard. My teeth shatter. Like this is, I mean, I understand like a lot of content creation is about confidence, right? We've said that before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, believing in you, yourself and believing in the stuff that you do is a very important way uh, to, to be successful. And so, you know, going around and, and, and getting in that mindset of like, no, I'm a content creator is very good. In, but in, I think, in, a, in a dress for the job you want kind of way. Exactly. But I think if you're going around and like putting on airs and pretending you're more successful than you are, people are going to find out and people are going to see this and be like, oh, wow, that guy, does that guy keep his head up his ass for warmth? Now or? they just think you're crazy. Exactly. Yeah. But for Cody to go around and start like, Cleaning up the rest of saying, Oh, actually, 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 sorry. He's he's yeah. He's I think popular. I think I think there's not much to gain in correcting. <sighs> I don't think so. I mean, if you really feel the need to point out that this person is is kind of putting on airs, I think maybe some light mockery is the better way to do it rather than go. Sorry, I just want to clear this up just so we don't know we're all on the same page here. He's actually not that popular. He's not really a professional like that. I think that's that's a bad look. That's a bad look for everyone concerned. Well, here's the thing. I don't think it actually changes the. I mean, the the downside here is your friends think this guy is a bigger deal yeah. than he is. Is that that bad? It's annoying to deal with. Like, it's annoying if, if if one of your mates is going around and just saying, like, just basically just bragging, like saying stuff that isn't true. Like that's that's not a that's not a good look. I can see like that would frustrate me. You know. I mean, that's a conversation you have to have with the guy, this this streamer guy, then, right? I suppose so. Yeah, I think I think backing off on the correction is probably step one. Seeing if you can find a different way to channel that. And again, like, yeah, I don't know. This is this is really tough because again, he's not doing any harm by by kind of lying out his ass or talking out his bum there. But it it is. He could be doing harm to himself if he doesn't have a different job. This is like, yeah, I mean. 
but again, like you've got to, you've got to graft, you've got to grind, like you've got to treat it like it's a job. But I think, I think, I think that I don't think that's true. I don't think you should treat it like a job. As as a person who had like a a very low level successful mm. YouTube channel and stream and stuff back in the day, I did that while I had another job. We were putting out videos. I had I worked in the hospital, okay. uh, and when I when I stopped working in the hospital, I didn't really do many more videos and the videos certainly weren't there to like weren't enough to supplement my income in any meaningful yeah. way and i it sounds based on what, the, what cody said here it sounds like i'm orders i was order, orders of magnitude more successful than this person yeah so it comes down to attitude doesn't it you know you've got to i mean you've got to stay humble you do i know that sounds like incredibly trite there's a like, fine line between confidence and delusion and, and, and this is the thing you've got to be like i'm very confident in the work that i put out but i when i discuss it with people like maybe people i don't know i i downplay it it. like because that here's the thing let's say cody's friends listen you know is is listening to this podcast here's the advice i give them unsolicited advice for this person who's going around putting on airs right it's way way more impressive when you understate your achievements and then people go and say oh wow this guy's a much bigger deal than i thought Mm. right Mm. so if i'm like oh you know yeah i do commentary for this card game da 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 and then people like wait what do you mean like i'm like oh you know i do a little stuff like stuff on twitch like what i go like i do like commentary on twitch gets live streams like oh you kidding oh magically display that oh like this and then they go and look it in and all of a sudden their brain is making it into a bigger deal than it is and you come off looking better right but if you tell them you're a video game youtuber and they think you're jacksepticeye and you got to go yeah, the other way. I just, I think the the value of humility in situations like this is is difficult to overstate. And for Cody as well, I think you're going to come off as a little bit of an asshole. To be honest, I don't. I mean, it's it's to your friends, not even to this other to person. Your friends, to your friends, like going around just being sorry, sorry. Just, I just want to clear clear something up here. Yeah, I think I think I genuinely think it makes you look a little bit petty. It is a little bit petty because um, the question to me is, why do you care? So and much? I, but look, I understand your frustration. Yeah. I understand why you want to do it. You don't want you don't want, and like it also it might you might think it's negatively encouraging yeah. this person who's putting mm-hmm. on airs and stuff. But I think I don't think it's a productive no. way of. This is one of those everyone's yeah, the just everyone sucks here. <laughs> everyone sucks here. I think mm-hmm. in, in small degrees, everyone sucks here. I feel bad for coming after not only our listener but also the person. <laughs> <laughs> that Shoot that right? every Everyone direction, sucks. Man. Dennis sucks. I suck. Oh, we all suck. Anyway, we've got one final Am I the Arsehole question here from Tuesday Tastic. And this one resonates with me very strongly. A few years back at GP Las oh, Vegas, too. I was walking around the convention trying to get signatures for my custom-made cue box. And I saw Rich Hagen at the commentator's booth and walked <laughs> up to him to ask for a signature. I'm a big fan of his work and told him multiple times now that he's the best MTG caster in the business. And as I was leaving, I noticed that there was another man standing behind him who looked va- vaguely familiar it wasn't until no. I walked away that I recognized that it was Brian David Marshall. Check off I BDM. not only did not ask for his signature, but I'm sure he overheard me saying how, how amazing of a caster Rich Hagen is. Am I the asshole for ignoring BDM and talking about how awesome Rich is while he was within earshot? No, no you are not, Tuesday Tastic, but the fact that you asked is so, so sweet. No, not at all. I mean, I've had, I've had so many situations. <laughs> I'm behind the coverage area and there's someone there with a playmat or a card that they clearly want signed and they look over and they kind of give me a wave and beckon me over and I'm like, oh, great. Here's a fan. I <laughs> yeah. can go and sign you. I'll get ready. You know, slick my hair back, looking good. No worries. Come over like, hey, how you going? No, that's Riley Knight here, of course. How can I do it? And they're like, yeah, hey, sorry. Can you just go and grab Simon for me? Okay. It's got, right, let's be honest. It's got, I've seen it happen several times with Marshall specifically. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get called over. It's like, hey, sorry, is Marshall busy? 
like mm-hmm. yeah he's commentating he's like oh we can like do you think when there'll be will there be a time that I, i'm like yeah if you just come back like if you come back and i'm in the booth probably that's a good time to to, to catch marshall because he'll be but you you bust out your little notebook where you have marshall yeah exactly like, oh, let, yeah, me, let me let me let me pin- how are you for 4 30 i've got some, i've got a i can organize <laughs> a yeah a meeting there because uh, yeah all of a sudden i'm turning into the secretary no no, no. look you know, none of us take this sort of stuff personally. I know BDM. Well, right, this has happened to me and you. Well, I mean, that was that's entirely different. Before we before we get into amazing. that, I just want to assure to, to Sassy that BDM would not have taken that hard at all. No way, no. And way. you know, the thing is, like, I would definitely if that had happened to me and someone had, if I were the rich egg in the situation, BDM had overheard it, I would go and relentlessly mock him for the rest of the day about it. Definitely, but Rich is not going to do that, and that would have caused zero bad blood. And absolutely, there would have been nothing bad to have come of that because a hundred times before this, the opposite has happened, and that B and BDM has been the one that you know this has happened to instead of Rich. So no, no, that it's absolutely. There's no problem there. But there was definitely a problem, Dennis, with what happened between you and I. I did not enjoy this. I mean, I think we told the story, but let's let's tell it again. I think you should do it. I think it's better. Yeah. I think it's better you want me you to do it? it? All right, fine. So Dennis and I, yeah. we're walking around the tournament floor. I'm dressed up in my suit, of course, because, you know, it's at a, it's at a magic fest or something. Anyway, wondering about it. I think we're just, I don't know, we're talking nonsense and just going around. Anyway, someone stops with their phone out. And obviously this is like, yep, going to ask for a photo. No worries. And says, hey, hey, sorry, guys, to, to interrupt. Can I, um, sorry, uh, can I just, uh, would you mind taking a photo with me? I'm like, yeah, sure, of course, absolutely, not a worry like that. You know, again, smooth the hair down uh, and wait for... And I, in my humility, I take well, the guy's the phone. The guy, like, I, like, I moved away. Like, they want to pick, they want to pick a position Riley, to take you know, a photo yeah. and, and expected the guy to hand the, 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 the phone to, to Dennis. Dennis kind of... So did I. In Riley's defense, so did I. Dennis goes to, like, take the phone with this guy. And he's like, he looks at me and he's like, oh, um, no, sorry, I'm in a... a a photo with with Dennis. Dennis. And I was just like, I mean, what is the what is this world we live in? What is this world we live in? Don't these Dennis? Don't these people know who I am? This happened once to me in what I would argue is an even this happened. This was in Prague, I think. What happened to me and you? Um, in my, I think I it was in yeah, Prague. it was it was at a European GP. Yeah. But but it happened to me in Toronto. With yeah, Wedge. and I mean, Wedge is like leagues above. Yeah, somebody came up to the two of us and was like, "Can I get a photo?" And I did the same thing because I'm like, "Look, I hang out with a lot of people who are like famous yep. in the magic community. Certainly, much more famous than I am. I'm not. I, I'm like, you know, I, not I, almost every time they, they want me to take the photo, and I have no yep. problem with that. But that's so I'm like, sure. And I go take the photo of Wedge, and the guy goes, "No, no, I meant with I meant with you." And Wedge is like, "Oh, okay." And Wedge takes the photo, and the guy turns to Wedge and goes, "Why?" Are you someone as well? And Wedge goes, apparently not. <laughs> Are you someone? No, I'm not. I'm a replicant, actually. I'm, I'm, yes, sub-human, I'm, a, I'm a cyborg. Actually, so. I'm, a, I'm not even a cyborg. I'm just a robot. I'm a, I'm a picture-taking robot. Poor old Wedge. Jeez, he got given the business there. Uh, yeah, I love that. Are you someone as well? Yeah. Guess not. <laughs> Are you someone? Sorry. Are you someone? Oh, geez. So brutal. I don't know what it is about you, Dennis. You're fa- you got, you just got fans. You got fans in, uh, you know, you got these secret fans that come out of the woodwork only when you, you, well, you can find these people on Craigslist and usually if you pay them 20 bucks, they're pretty happy to take a photo with you on the GP. It's no problem. <laughs> what money well spent. One final question coming in from a good friend of both of you and I, Dennis Shivam, Shivam Bat. Uh, Girapur Gears on Twitter. You should go and uh, chuck mm-hmm. him a follow. He's, uh, he's, he's, got those, he's got those magic hot takes that you need. Oh, baby. Um, and Shivam wants to know, how, so if a person who is totally not me, all right, so uh, this is the classic mm-hmm. asking for a friend, was approached by a huge mm-hmm. organization in magic, let's call them Flannel Tire Stall. I haven't, I haven't cool, heard man. of Flannel Tire Stall. The magic, <laughs> Flannel, st- <laughs> Flannel Tire Stall Broblus. Um, mm-hmm. To commentate on matches in a format, let's say 
Mandurt? Oh, Mandurt, I get it. Yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, which is well outside of his wheelhouse. How would you suggest he prepare for such a thing? Well, we, we're in a unique opportunity to give Shivan some uh, some insight. Oh, sorry, sorry, excuse me. Shivam's friend. Shivam's yeah. friend. Yes. Uh, someone who's totally not Shivam. Some uh, some advices because you, both you and I have been commentating for the uh, for the yes. final tire stall Magic Fest online. Yeah, and I think the most important thing you can do mm-hmm. is just blind confidence. Blind confidence. We've we've just discussed this. Blind confidence. Lean hard on the person you're paired with. Don't worry about card yep. names. Don't worry about just being just being like well you know a punk of anything could have Exodia in mm-hmm. hand here you know we could, could go could go could go all go, all go up in flames in any second. I mean, now. Dennis is kind of goofing, but that is actually a good way to cover it when you don't know what's going on. Is just make jokes, just talk about Exodia and <laughs> oh, well, yeah, White true, Dragon. Actually, yeah. Oh, I could play the Ace of Spades here. Um, but no, look, confidence is key. We've talked about this before. Uh, Mushy uh, messaged us or emailed us with exactly the same question. We gave him a lot of high level advice and. Definitely didn't spend twenty minutes talking about cricket, um, and it was it, it, it did boil down <laughs> to confidence a lot of the time, right? People want to believe what you're saying. People want to be taken on a journey with you, and broadly speaking, they will pick up what you're putting down as long as you sound like you know what you're talking about. How do you make sure you know what you're talking about? How do you have at least a, a, a good footing in the format? Just play a bunch of magic. Just play a bunch of standard that you. Oh, sorry, man, dirt that you're gonna <laughs> that you're gonna commentate. Get across all the lists on uh, on goldfish, the you deck like vaults, orc. man, dirt. Um, you know, ways to just familiarize yourself. So so you're not being surprised, right? So there's not a situation yeah, where you're yeah. like, oh, I didn't even know that card could do that or whatever. That's unless it's a big exciting moment. That's not a great look. So it's pretty it's it's pretty it's pretty basic. Just have have confidence in what you're saying and make sure you you have a a footing, a, a, you know, an understanding of the basics of the format you're commentating. So you're not going to you know completely put your your, your your foot in your mouth there. I'm going to go check something really quickly that is related to what uh, Shivam's friend is asking. All right, well, here. I'll continue to monologue here. And, uh, and and look, the other thing is you've got to put your personality on display, right? If you're going to be a successful broadcaster, you can't fake it. Obviously, you've got to be on. Like, definitely, I, I, I flick a switch that turns me into broadcaster Riley when I'm on camera. And that's very different to just like everyday mm. Riley. But it, you can't depart your real personality too much. You can't leave that too far behind in the dirt. Otherwise, it'll not only come off as artificial and people will sniff that out, also super exhausting. So don't don't feel like you need to put on a total song and dance performance and be someone you're not because ultimately in the long run, it's like going on a date with someone and pretending that you're this, you know, surfing extreme sports adventure adrenaline junkie, right? And then they realize that you just like a nice cup of tea and a book. Um, they're ultimately going to find out and the relationship's going to be doomed. So just just represent yourself honestly and authentically. Obviously dial it up a little bit because you know you are you are being an entertainer, bit, yeah. but but honestly don't give don't give away too much of your personality just for the sake of entertainment because you'll run you'll run yourself ragged. All right, I found what I was looking for. Go on. So Shiram's friend, if you go to the like the CFB Pro like deck mm-hmm. vault, the um the power rankings for standard are available to everybody. Right. So if you just look at like the top like five or six mm-hmm. decks and make sure you know loosely what they're yep. doing, I think you're going to be in pretty yep. good shape. Yep. And a lot of the time, you know, if you're following standard, you're going to be familiar with all these cards there like that. Just make sure you don't mm-hmm. get completely caught off guard. If, an, if, if a player makes a sick play that you didn't see, that's great. That's a good moment. Like you go, oh, wow. What right. did they do? But if they play a card and you literally don't know what the card does, like if they flip an inspired captain or a, a, a Dawn Evangel off of a, a Winota and you don't know what that card does because it's not often played, that's a little... That's a little less good. So yeah, Dicey, just do a little yeah. bit of homework. Make sure on top of things, and and again, be confident, believe in yourself, and uh, as Dennis said, just rely on your co-host to carry you in case it all it all goes to <laughs> in case it all goes to pot.
Well, that's it for this episode of Scrimey River. Thanks for tuning in. Brought to you, of course, by Channel By, Group, by Flannel Tire Stall. <laughs> by Flannel Tire Stall. Uh, we're going to wrap things up quickly here, Dennis. Uh, Shaharazabi River, right? What have you been playing? A quick a quick Shaharazabi River. I've been playing Hades, dude. The Supergiant game. Oh, they have a new game? It's, oh, no, it's been out for a while. It's in early access on Steam. Oh, okay. And I played it uh, in, back in December. And I don't know what it was, but something happened this week. And I'm like, I need to play something new. I, I, I need to take a little break from Magic. So I started playing. I was like, oh, wait, I started this. and I haven't, There's been an update relatively recently. Man, the game is good. Oh, yeah? my, did you like Bastion? Yeah, I loved it. It's even better than Bastion. Is it better than Transistor? Because I like Transistor better than Bastion. Uh, you'll probably like it less. It's, it doesn't have the, the, the combat. Like, it doesn't have I the mean, grid. I or yeah, the t- sure, sure. The, 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 oh, dude, it's a roguelite, right? So mm-hmm. you get new ability. Like, so you've got a weapon that you, you, you pick a weapon at the beginning of the thing. You've got skills that you can upgrade, but then you get run specific, run exclusive upgrades. So you can like build in a certain way with you yeah. for like poison or lightning like damage a kind or, of way. or AOE. Like, yeah, yeah, kind of, it is kind of like a drafting. It's the game is insane, super flavorful, incredible voice acting, amazing music. The visuals are stunning, right? If you liked, um, the Banner Saga, it's very similar to that. And it's all Greek. It's ancient Greek mythology, dude. I'm sold, you get to man. hang out with like Ares and, 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 and Hades and Cerberus and. I'm pretty sold, dude. You get to chat with Achilles at the end of every run. He comes, it's all right. We've all died a thousand deaths here. Like, oh, you, you've got to try this out. It's on Steam. I think you can buy that. If you haven't played Transistor, you can get the two of them in a bundle right now as well. Mm-hmm. You've got to play Hades. You've got to play it. It's so, so good. I've been playing poker, really. That that's not a video game for sure. Go on, tell us about your, your poker online adventures. poker is a video. Online poker is a video graphic. I game. guess it is a video game, technically speaking. Yeah. Do you like poker? I basically mostly I want to know how you feel about poker. I'm just I'm not very interested in it because I I'm, I'm probably I've never really played it properly. I just imagine I'm going to be bad at it, and I hear a lot of it is just memorizing spreadsheets, and there are no pictures of monsters on the cards. So I don't <laughs> there's, know. No, there's no there's no blue eyes white dragon. No, there's no blue eyes white dragon. Uh, I think you. I mean, poker is kind of like Commander for at a casual level in that it's way more about hanging out with your friends and eating snacks and talking than there's okay. an actual game i thought you were gonna say because you, what you have a hundred cards <laughs> what are you talking about but yeah all right so you can just sit there eat some tier two snacks and uh, it's just and tier two yeah, yeah the tier yeah. one stay firmly locked in the cupboard oh, but uh, yeah it's an life. avenue to hang out with your friends while doing something okay sure i mean i guess i'd rather just play commander but have you been winning fat stacks you've been, oh, God, you been no, stacking those chips? Ter- here's the thing riley i'm gonna sound like Go a little on. bit of a jerk here yeah. I play more. I play, I play and have played more poker than most of my friends. Yes, which should make me better at poker than most of my friends. Yes, but when you play a lot of poker, you only get better at playing against other people who play poker. Yes, when yes. you're playing against people who don't know what they're doing, yeah, your skills are at best zero sum, yeah. and yeah. at worst yeah. actively detrimental. Because yeah. you'll be like, oh, they're playing like they have this and this and yep. this and this, and in their and head is just a little else. bear going around on a tricycle, baby. Yeah. Yep, this is exactly like in Magic where you're playing around mm-hmm. uh, pump spells and they, they just main phase giant growths. And you're like, okay, well, why? Did, why yeah. So this, okay, if they're doing that main phase, that means they could have a... They're trying well, to bait a counter. They're just, they're just clicking on glowing cards. Yeah. They're yeah. Just clicking, yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, I, I know this happens to people who are so good at something and they play against an amateur who more or less is acting randomly. And oh mate, we should play some poker. I'd crush you. I've got yeah. no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, it's actually genuinely. We should. I'd be happy. You, you can call, you can join us next time. It's good fun. I, I, I very much hope to. All right. So hopefully by next episode or the episode after that, we'll have the the Riley Poker Report where I crush Dennis and take all of his lunch money. 
It's going to be so good. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us for Scry Me a River. And thank you to Joachim Karad, of course, for the use of our theme song, Shine. Go and check out his music. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. It's free to listen to. Uh, you should get across it. And thank you to CFB. Sorry, excuse me, to what is it now? TSS. FTS. FTS. Final for sponsoring the show. And thank you to you, the listener, for listening to it. We'll be back next week, of course. Do send in those questions, quandaries, and queries. But that's it for this week, Dennis. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> a, wonder, a wonderful, a wonderful exit. <laughs>